Coming up on this week's edition of That Change Show, how to help people move towards an experimentation mindset when it comes to change. Welcome back to That Change Show. If you're a first-time watcher or listener, there's a couple of ways you can get these episodes. You can catch them at leanchange.tv if you want the video versions and at thatchangeshow.com if you want the audio versions. So That Change Show is a weekly 15-minute show that I do where I take questions from lean coffees and workshops all over the world and try to give you some ideas for how you can jiggle your change loose. Okay, let's get into this week's question. This came from a private lean coffee session with an organization that's trying to move towards a more agile approach to change. And the question was, we kind of value process and structure. How do we help people be comfortable with experimentation? And first, let's talk a little bit about the experimentation word. So when Lean Startup came out in 2012, 2011, 2012, experimentation was a way for you to run experiments to validate product market fit. So you might be running experiments that validate your customer base or your product or your market and through that process you're pursuing or you're pivoting so as you're trying and experimenting on things then you're taking those uh, insights and feedback from those experiments and you're using that into the next round of experiments that you're going to run and back then it was you know if you look at experimentation in a product sense there was a a landing page um, application there was one from launch rock and there was one from unbounce and an exper- a valid experiment back then was just throw up a landing page with a nice graphic on it and make it look like there's a real product and see how many email addresses you collect when you get people to sign up and today we live in a world where that's no longer a valid MVP because things have evolved to a point where people learned that they're just being duped by a landing page and now our experiments actually need to change. So kind of over the years, I've noticed that even the the phrase experimentation or the approach to it has almost become an excuse for not doing any planning or being thorough about anything. So it's, oh, let's just experiment. We'll see what happens and we'll just try some things. An experiment really is we've collected some insights. We have some options And we have a hypothesis and some measurements about what we're going to do for this experiment. It's not about let's just randomly try stuff and see what happens. It's more an approach for how we can get to action sooner. The sooner we get to action, the faster we learn. The faster we learn, the more we take those learnings into uh, we we gather new insights from those learnings. we're, We're able to create more options. And then we're able to create new experiments. And the faster we go through that cycle, the more likely we're going to help move whatever the purpose of that experiment was forward. So in a change context, experimentation is about things like if we always do change in a certain way, an experimentation, sorry, an experiment would be what would we do differently when our status quo and our norm is to do maybe these three tasks? What would be an experiment we could try that would get us a different outcome because this status quo isn't really helping us move things forward? And The word experimentation in some contexts, I I think I've mentioned this before, I've had some people that come to the workshop or I talk to and they say, we kind of use the ideas of experiments, but we don't call them that because people think things go boom when we run experiments. So they might still kind of practice gathering some insights, creating some options, having hypothesis and some measurements, but we don't call it that because people don't like that phrase very much. Now, I do want to say a little bit about the mindset word as well, because that's often used as a stick 
or as a weapon from what I see, as in I have a growth mindset and all y'all have a fixed mindset, so I need to fix you. So the idea of moving away from just doing change tasks and moving towards experimentation and thinking that you have to get other people to do that, um, that's actually demonstrating a fixed mindset. That assumes that you know better than everyone else in your organization. So the first thing to do is really think about you know, why is it you want to move to an experimentation approach? What it is, what is it about the environment? What is it about the change? What is it about all these factors that are telling you that you need to move towards an experimentation approach as opposed to just creating a plan and a list of tasks and then executing those tasks? But the mindset word is is always a tricky one. So it's really the individual change agent that wants to change this. You've really got to look inside your own attitude and your own outlook towards how the organization is doing change, and you have to be the change that you want to see. Um, I told a story in this Link Coffee session about this organization that wanted to move towards an agile way of working, and always when I'm in these situations, I work that way myself. So one of the experiments that I like to run is, and this was when we were allowed to be in the office, is I would always use a personal Kanban board and I would use very bright colored stickies and I'd put them on the outside of wherever I sat. So that might be in an open area, that might be in a cube, depending on the client, etc. And then people would see it and they would come by and ask. So my experiment really was about how can I find people that think visual management of work is a good approach which is really a foundation of any Agile practice. If you can't see the work, you can't manage it. How many people would ask me questions about that over time? And I would get people to come by and they would say, what is that? And I would explain that, well, you know, pink stickies are interruptions and green stickies are work that I had planned and blue stickies are things related to this program. And this is just how I manage my own kind of week-to-week work. This is how I know where my capacity is, where I'm putting my focus and my energy, et cetera, et cetera. And then I just review it at the end of the week and see how things went. And more often than not, people would say, oh my God, our team could totally use that. Can you come and help us do that? So those experiments, they're very easy to do. Um, they, they don't really disrupt the environment. You know, you could say it's a fancy to-do list on a wall, but the point is it's trying to make a connection and make a subtle little shift or nudge in the system that I've been hired to try to change. So there's three ways I generally think about an approach to experiments, and they always start from my stance. There's Uh, Number one is, what can I do to make it easier for people to follow? So if I'm trying to, you know, get this system to change or I'm brought in as a change agent to, to, to run a digital transformation, agile transformation, whatever it is, the first thing I start with is, how can I make it as easy as possible? What can I do to reduce barriers that will allow people to be able to try something out. So in those cases, I might have to do some of the work. So I might have to switch my hat between facilitator, coach, trainer, mentor, whatever it is on the spot so I can make the change easy for people to follow. So it's the same with experiments. And one way to make things easier is if you are a change team or change person and you want to move towards an experimentation mindset by making things easier, instead of adding another meeting to talk about the change specifically, see if there's something that you can repurpose. Is there a way that you can maybe latch on to an existing weekly status 
meeting with a team or a team of managers or a team of leaders and maybe just beg them to take the last 15 minutes of it to do some of the change stuff. So that's an experimentation onto itself. And if people see you start acting this way and behaving this way, then they may be more open to talking about how you can help them move towards experiments. The second thing is reminding people, you know, change is hard and sometimes we just forget. We get stuck in the status quo and it's easier just to do things the old way than it is to try to change and do things the new way. So you can design experiments that are designed to just remind people that, hey, remember we wanted to do this thing in a different way? And it just kind of nudges people and it reminds them, yeah, you know, I remember now. We talked about this last week at our stand-up. We didn't want to go and create all this list of tasks and execute all these things. We wanted to be able to do like a weekly insights meeting instead of our maybe regular weekly meeting where we're just looking at experiments that are in flight and we're seeing how they're going. We're deciding whether or not we should pivot or pursue and we create the next round of experiments. So signaling and reminding is a way that, you know, Today we're in a virtual world, so if you can use Mural or Miro or any kind of big visible virtual wall, if you will, obviously it's a lot easier if you've got sticky notes because you can walk by this thing every day and that's your signal and that's your reminder. But if you're always doing those sessions and you're facilitating them in front of that virtual wall, you can put those signals and reminders up on that virtual wall and it's just a little trigger that reminds people, you know, we want to try to do things a little bit differently. The third is inspiration. So usually this is sharing stories. And I had uh, I shared an interesting story with this group. So one of them was asking around, you know, what experiments can we do to help make culture shifts? And I told a story about how I was asked to come into this organization and um, I guess figure out what Agile Utopia was for them. So they wanted me to come to the leadership meeting and present, you know, what does the next year look like? And I dug my heels in a little bit and said, I would love to do this, but I'm not entirely clear about why you want to do this in the first place. I don't see a lot of evidence that people want to do this. I don't see a lot of support, honestly, from the leadership team for doing this. And it just kind of seems like busy work for me. I would be happy to do that if we could explore that. Um, so I went in and these sessions were typically Everybody from people from each department would come in and they would say, here's our next plan. Here's our plan for the next year. These are all the things we're going to do. These are our objectives, blah, blah, blah. The leaders are sitting there. They're on their laptops. They're not paying attention. They're checking email, et cetera, et cetera. And I decided to use little tiny sticky notes in bright orange color. And I'd collected some insights from people in the organization about what they thought about this transformation. Did they think it was a good idea? Were they having positive experiences? Um, what did they like? What was missing for them? I put that stuff up on the wall and then I took the leaders through the same exercise and I had them put these orange sticky notes, little tiny ones, on a continuum, which was basically ask them the first question, do you, has your experience been largely positive with what we're doing with this transformation from one to five? One being completely disagree, five being completely agree. And I had them do it on secret ballot. So I had them write the numbers on the stickies and then I had them just keep them where they were sitting. And then I took them and I put them up on the wall. And that showed that as a leadership team, they weren't even aligned. So now the conversation becomes how do we expect our people to align to this transformation when it doesn't even seem like we agree? What can we do? And for me, that was a little subtle nudge and a reflection back to the leaders in the organization at the Lean Coffee. It was an eye-opening thing to say, 
hey, you know what? That's not a bad idea. That's a nice story that can help me figure out how to get this unstuck. So sometimes you need to just do something that will inspire people to take action because they might not be able to see how it could work in their environment. And I'm sure as a change person, you've probably heard this a million times. Sounds great in theory. That'll never work here because... And the funny thing is, when, you t- when I tell these stories and, and people are wanting to move towards an experimentation mindset and they say, oh, we could never do that here because, but we need to develop a growth mindset with people, you're actually demonstrating a fixed mindset because you're not open to wanting to try these things. So generally, you know, an interesting thing is if there's a strong negative reaction to wanting to do change differently, where you hear a story, you see an article, and you immediately think that'll never work here because that's the trigger for you to go, let me dig a little bit deeper and see how we can do this because often we are the block when it comes to wanting to do change differently. So just to wrap up those three things, one is what can you do to make things easier? What can you do to reduce barriers, make the change easier to follow, or piggyback activities on top of existing ones? The second one is signaling or reminding because sometimes it's just easier to do the status quo and we just forget sometimes. So we need a little reminder that's going to nudge us into, that's right, we did agree to want to do these things differently. Let's give it a shot. And the third is try to find an inspirational story that people can sort of take that story and then they can make another painting in their own environment. And they can go, yeah, I can see how this thing will work out. But they're really inspired by something that they thought might have been impossible. And now they've got an inspirational story or an activity or something they can try to be able to change that. So Remember to hit like and subscribe. Again, you can catch the video versions at leanchange.tv and the audio versions at thatchangeshow.com, and I'll see you next time.